Elizabeth Perwanta joins us to discuss this ongoing project. Elizabeth, appreciate a few minutes. Thank you for having me. Elizabeth, so Frankie Frisch's name means a lot to people around Fordham, around the Bronx community. Why don't we start with how this project came together, the origins? So this project came together a couple of years ago when we noticed that a lot of the playgrounds were being renovated in our Bedford Mashalu Park area. Um, and what was not being talked about was the actual um, athletic field on Webster Avenue. Um, we do have a, a, a growing community of soccer and football, it will always be football, um, but the baseball game itself in the area has, has, is slowly, it's being more watched on television than it is being played. Um, and so we felt that we didn't want the field um, to, to just, you know, to just sit there. And we also were afraid that maybe through some kind of um, channel the, that the field would be picked up and turned into something else. Um, so we did a little research on the field and that it was named after a baseball player attending Fordham University. Um, and so we gathered, you know, we, we started to share this story about the field and how it came to be. And so the Bedford Marshallu Neighborhood Association uh, pressed really hard to get funding for this field, um, which is not cheap. I, we didn't realize how expensive it was to reseed a baseball field. Um, and so thanks to the determination and persistence of Barbara Stronza, who is the president of that association, along with Friends of Mashalu Parkland, which who I am affiliated with, um, together we had um, several conversations with the councilman at the time, who was Councilman Andrew uh, Cohen, and he allocated $5 million for the renovation of this field. With everything you just mentioned, with the contributions, what could this mean for the local Bronx community if taken to its conclusion? This means retaining history. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of development that's going up and there's a lot of history that's being torn, that's being taken down. Um, you know, wood gets painted over, structures are no longer the same as what they used to be. Fields are being changed, landscapes are being altered. But baseball is an American pastime. And it's something that we want to keep, it, you know, there's some form of baseball all over wor worldwide. And so it, it's important for us to keep that here. It's important for us to have games, real games, once we come out of the, you know, the, this um, whole entire um, situation we have with COVID. And, and so we can keep a sense of community by continuing to play games and to also preserve the athletic field that's you know that's on Webster Avenue. What's your vision for the fields when you think about neighboring leagues that could utilize it who could come in and potentially create that community type atmosphere? What's the overall vision for how the field could be utilized? Well I like to for the field to be 
remembered again. Right now, it's 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 a field where people walk by. Uh, there's a lot of drainage issues, um, flooding, um, erosion. People are using the park as a dog park. So. The ultimate goal is for people to say, oh, look, there's a baseball field. Maybe they have games. I'd love to see games posted up on the fence, you know, few, you know future games. Um, I have been speaking with some old timers that used to play on the field, which I think is awesome. And so when I mentioned Frisch Field, at, you know, they said, oh, I remember playing there. So I'm hoping that on opening day, when the field has that ribbon cutting, that those guys and girls come and, um, and and be part of that whole, you know, celebration. It's, it's also important to remember that this field is, this year will be 86 years old. I, I, I've, it's just, it's just something that we just need to keep, you know, preserving. It was built in 1934. Uh, it, it was, it was federally funded back then. It was built with CWA workers, um, you know, which which was a uh, which was a job um, uh, a job program that that gave jobs to four you know four million people back then. Um, so it's it's just important to keep that history going and to pay homage to it. You mentioned how baseball is America's pastime. There's so much rich history. This field even spans back to the 1930s, as you were alluding to. Yeah, 1934. 1934. 1934. Yeah, so, and then it renamed 1948 um, to Frank Frisch Field. So when you look at generating that that interest and that enthusiasm um, behind the field, what can this do for for local Bronx kids who are looking for an alternate sport, it, it, whether it's basketball or any other sport they may be going towards? How can this help them lean towards baseball? So the other thing is, um, one of the things that we proposed in the, in, the, in the renovation was we wanted to make sure that the field stays a baseball field. However, this is, this is the key. So one of Frank Frisch's um, names was, um, you know, uh, they, they use the word flash. And that was, yes, yeah. So that was because he had all the he had these other skills that you know included uh, track and had in, included uh, football, baseball, um, and so we decided that when we were doing the community input that we would bring these elements in as well. So yes, the priority is to keep it at as a baseball field, but the kids are still doing football, basketball, especially basketball, track. Um, so those elements hopefully will be incorporated outside of the ball field area. So we did the input and there was a couple of people who uh, did a mock-up by themselves and they, you know, they showed where a basketball court can go. They show the area where football, where, you know, a small game of football could be played and even, and even a, um, a running track. So we're, we're hoping that all these elements, it's not just for the baseball, but in between the baseball games, we can keep um, attracting the youth in the area, but not just the youth. Adults like to play games. 
Yeah, right. The, 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 you know, we don't we don't want to grow up so 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 quick like that. So hopefully families will come out with their kids or individuals or partners will come out with, you know, and they will play on the field and then use the off the field amenities as as well. What are the final steps to finishing this project? There are a lot of goals, of course, to to utilize the field and really have it flourish. Where do you want to be in the next few months to get there? So we need to continue to stay positive and hopeful and, um, and, and just looking forward to attending baseball games. Uh, we want to keep talking about, you know, baseball. We want to keep talking to the kids about baseball. We want to get them excited. Um, the other thing that we would like to do is um, we're asking the community or th those that live in the you know, area by doing either some solo volunteer or join our group and keep litter off the ground in the area. You know, we still want to be able to have that quality of life and habit so that when the field is open, it, there, there's, there's nothing new about, uh, you know, about maintaining the field, but we just continue to, um, uh, to keep it in, in operating conditions. Um, we are fundraising for portable game lights and scoreboards. Um, the $5 million donation, I mean, well, the, the $5 million th that was um, allocated uh, from council, that doesn't cover the portable game lights that we're gonna need. And, and we do want them because there's no reason why we can't have night games, you know? Um, and we also want scoreboards. We want that image and we want the kids to keep track of their own scores as they are playing games and as we're watching. So it's important that we fundraise, you know, for that. Um, and then the other part that I'd like is when the presentation does come out from Parks and Recreation, um, we would like for people to join it, whether it's virtually, it's probably, I don't know, by the time the design comes out, it won't be for another year and a half, maybe. Um, so we may be out of being locked in our homes. Um, so either virtually or, or at the community board that people come out and they support and they provide input and they provide, um, you know, compliment to Parks and Recreation who is, who will probably do a phenomenal job with this. Um, and, and so just to keep up with what's going on. Before we wrap up, how can people get involved? How can they contribute? Where can they go? So they can actually go to our website, which is mashaluparkland.org. Just send us, you know, just send us a message and exactly put in what you just, you know, asked. And then we will keep, then what happens is then that contact will go on to the Frischfield uh, project. And then whatever comes up, they will then get to um, be part of, you know, that whole entire uh, process, whether we need volunteers out, whether we need a little bit of more donations to finish getting the lighting and the scoreboard, whether it's for refreshments on, you know, on ceremony day, but that would be the, uh, the best way to do so. Elizabeth Fuanta joining us, appreciate a few minutes and look forward to seeing what comes of it. Thank you. Thank you for having me.